Thank you for submitting your comments for the environmental scoping study for the BNOCL solar PV installation at their headquarters in Woodbourne, St. Philip. Based on the comments, I just wanted to share the process of what happened before the environmental scoping study in that once BNOCL decided that they were going to propose a renewable energy installation, they submitted the application to Town & Country Planning and then Town & Country Planning sent a letter defining whether they needed to do an environmental scoping study or an environmental impact assessment. In some cases, companies are asked to do a terms of reference, which is the step even before the environmental scoping study. So certainly since the application time and now, there have been changes where it's more defined that if you're doing an installation of a certain amount of megawatts, then you have to do a full environmental impact assessment. However, in this case, uh, this study was guided by what Town & Country Planning wrote to say was necessary. And the scoping study basically scoped the issues and then there's a decision whether uh, a deeper analysis is needed for the environmental impact assessment or whether it would be managed through environmental management planning uh, by BNOCL. And in this case, after the scoping study was done, everything else will be managed with how BNOCL does their environmental management going forward and public engagement going forward. So with that being said, I want to just go through some of the comments and identify where some of the comments were addressed in the scoping study and also reiterate because BNOCL responded to these comments and you'll be able to see the connection between BNOCL's response, the scoping study and the comments that were submitted. But certainly all the comments are welcomed and received because they mean that the forum for public engagement should remain open because the project is going to remain, is going to continue uh, with being informed by what the public has said. So certainly, I'm recommending to BNOCL that the public forum stays open so that any comments can continue to be shared and they should stay uh, updated on what the public is saying in response to, to the solar PV installation and the benefits it has, along with just making sure that the channel stays open if there are any other issues. But the goal is for any comments addressed to either be responded to or the project is adapted to reduce the risk and, as we say, mitigate, mitigate the environmental impact. So going through some of the comments here, this 
summary of the comments here. Based on your review of the BN No CL website, please let us know which mitigation steps should take priority. So mitigation in terms of reducing the risk or reducing any issue which the public raised. The comment was installation. So therefore, yes, the whole process of how the solar PV is installed um, should should consider and has considered some of the, the issues commonly cited with solar. And this is what Town & Country Planning also asks us to consider even before the comments were submitted. So the installation uh, issues most often cited would be glare and glint. And uh, this was also brought up in the general public comments. So basically, the NOCL is already mitigating the installation process so that it does not impact the both road users and residents in terms of how the solar PV is laid out and also planting so that residents cannot see the solar panels and uh, road users won't be affected along on the, the level of the VNOCL installation. However, in the scoping study, you can see the, the viewpoints that we took images from and describe the impact. Okay. In response to please describe what parts of the ecosystem should be monitored while using this technology. Reflection of heat back into the atmosphere. If birds will be affected, the reflection of passing vehicles, reflection going into nearby houses, destroying the environment to install panels to stay saving the environment. Okay, so this Ecosystem monitoring is what we would put into the environmental management plan. So your comments about reflecting heat back into the atmosphere that require air quality and temperature monitoring at the site. If birds will be affected, monitoring, assessing the bird population and the bird behavior. The reflection to passing vehicles and nearby hosts. Um, that was assessed in the section of the scoping study on visual impact and glint and glare. And that would have been on page, the page that that was on is page 17, from page 17 to 21. However, I would say that in, in recommending, I'm recommending the NOCL based on your comments that the public forum stays open. And you can upload your images of any further impact other than what we said in the scoping study. 
for them to respond to and consider. Okay. In response to please describe how environmental management can be improved with this technology, the comment was don't use agricultural property and put PV panels away from residential areas. Okay, so in the scoping study, the section on energy production and do nothing, page four, and assessment of environmental effects, page three, does address that. However, in this case, the scoping study is for uh, installation that is not on agriculture properties industrial and the distance from residential areas is also defined however your comment will inform and has informed bnocl's environmental management plan and they they do have a policy not to use what they're defining as agriculture property. You can review their comments, but this this is a continuous conversation about what we use land for and how we use it. And one of the main points that is brought up is that you can still grow food on sites where there's solar panels. You may not be able to do certain types of crops and in some perspective you may not be able to do as much as if the solar panels weren't there in some cases but there, there are all kinds of ways that we can grow food and um, but in a country where we're constantly considering food security the comments are definitely received with respect and and should be considered in how BNOCL goes about doing their their continued renewable energy strategy. Okay. So in terms of the other questions, there are questions we ask generally to get an idea of, of what the public thought about BNOCL converting to renewable energy. And there was a comment on referring to what are the benefits of BNOC transitioning from fossil fuels to renewable energy. BNOCL can transition to renewable energy once you don't neglect the core business. Oil exploration should continue. Managing of the oil and gas well should still be priority. One hurricane or tropical storm can bring PD to a stop. Then your core business must pick up the slack. Okay, so BNOCL has responded to this comment specifically about their business strategy and not neglecting their core business or how, how they base, why they're doing what they're doing. And also there's a report on the site, Solar Under Storm, about how PVs should be installed so that one hurricane or tropical storm does not bring PV to a stop. And uh, necessarily, the, the comments are again received with respect that 
there are multiple ways that we generate energy in this country and have been generating energy in this country. Um, however, I'll just reserve this response to BNOCL has covered this thoroughly because it's what they're focused on. And there is some reference to that in the executive summary, again, in the energy production and do nothing section on page four. Okay, in response to where do you think are some of the best places for solar farms? Away from people, rob land, it should be an offense to destroy arable land to do that. Okay, so this question again was to, to generally inform the NOCL strategy. And we should define what is rab and what's arable land. And uh, in this case, again, the the solar PV project is on industrial land, which is neither RAB or Ar nor arable. But this again is received and will inform the NOCL's both responses and their strategy going forward. Where are some worst places for solar farms? in communities like what BNOCL is doing. Okay, so this is covered in a way on the section in economic and other social benefits from development, 28, and also the environmental management plan. However, BNOCL has extensively also responded to this and how we define, what we define a community. However, the whole process of doing environmental scoping study is to receive comments from said communities about what should be done and how it should be done. So this consideration of BNOCL not putting solar farms within communities is, is a strategy which they have responded to directly and we have also addressed again in the energy production do nothing scenario but it basically we're talking about how Solar PV can be used to benefit directly communities and make communities more resilient. But certainly, each community should have not only the right, but should directly see the benefits of, of any installation, which we understand is happening in this case. So thank you for that comment which will inform their renewable energy strategy and also inform my recommendations uh, because it, it also lets us know that someone in the general public may doesn't want or does not like the idea of solar being in their community. That is what 
I'm inferring because they don't they're saying that it's the worst place to eliminate inferring and on this idea that the NOCL is doing something in a place that is not wanted I will continue to recommend that public engagement happens even before installation happens and continue to and the NOCL certainly has done a level of education and informing with the community before but I think that going forward, we, we want to maintain communication with the public even before, even before Town and Country Planning says that it's required. So thank you. So I'm not going to go through every single comment, but I'm just covering some, some areas which, uh, have been brought up several times. Uh, in response to how would you define environmental impact, a comment was made, where will you all be dumping the damage at out-of-service PV panels? So this shows me that you consider environmental impact waste management. And this was addressed in the construction in the executive summary in the construction section which is page three and also project description page 14 and then page 28 construction safety measures but it fully is covered in the environmental management planning and plan and in the specific comments from the BNOCL in response to this comment about recycling of panels and, and the entire process for doing that. Okay, so in summary, the, the issue which Town and Country Planning identified, which was validated by the public comments, would be the glaring glint issue. Um, and that was explained and defined and scoped within the environmental scoping study on page 21. However, uh, in the public forum, I suggest that any members of the public who continue to experience glare or glint, or they have anticipated experiencing glare and glint from this project, that they share any images of it, because the idea is that this scoping study informs even the types of plants that are selected to create the visual barrier so that glare and glint is not an issue. And furthermore, in the scoping study, we do explain that the actual technology of solar PV is that light is absorbed. So the process of receiving glare and glint 
only has a, a slim possibility of happening at certain times of day, depending on where you are. But if the technology is working as it should and the plants are planted in a way to create a visual barrier, this should not be an issue at all. So, and you can also refer to the study where we have comparisons of glare and glint. But once the technology is working as it is, as I said, and the plants are set up in a way to mitigate the impact, this should not be an issue. But if it is an issue, the NOCL is willing to consider what the issue is and we welcome you to continue to use the public forum site and I will make sure that BNOCL is aware that the public forum is still open so that they can check on it and also share their contact information there to manage any further comments about this solar PV installation at Woodbourne St. Philip. So thank you for again listening through this and for considering the environmental scoping study, the non-technical summary, and the audio that we've shared within the meeting website. And I encourage you to continue to share any further comments you have. And I appreciate your your engagement in issues which certainly both can benefit and impact residents around the solar PV installation and also benefit Barbados. So it is certainly It's certainly with respect and consideration that we thank you for all of your comments.